0: Welcome, everyone, back to the post-game broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I'm coming to you mere moments after UCLA's 27-10 to 10 loss to Arizona. Um, yeah, ugly performance in a lot of ways. Um, let's start big picture. Um, UCLA's lost the three games uh, to good opponents on the road that they've had. Um, you know, I, I, we were talking up Washington State going into that game. They've now lost five straight. They're four and five this year. Um, other than that, Coastal Carolina is uh, winning by the skin of their teeth, but winning, so they'll finish with a winning record more than likely. Um, but it's once again a year where UCLA's beaten some bad teams and is losing to every good team they've played. That's not great. Um, so... Take that for whatever you want to, um, but that's not great. It's not a good situation, Um, and I think it reflects uh, that this isn't a great team, isn't a good team, um, because good teams occasionally win these games, and UCLA has been pretty convincingly beaten um, in the last two opportunities against Oregon State and Arizona, and then against Utah. Um, I mean, if you watched that game, uh, UCLA could have probably been given 15 or 20 drives and they might still not have scored any points. So um, not a good situation Um, and uh, obviously uh, some bad, uh, you know, some some not so great feelings for fans, I think, watching these games right now. Um, All right. So getting into the details of the game, um, we'll get to the offense, which was obviously the big problem. But I want to start with the defense because um, I don't want it to get lost in the 27 points and people say, no, that's not too bad. Uh, This was a really bad defensive performance. Um, Arizona had eight total drives where they were trying to score points in this game, and uh, they came away with 27 points from those drives. That's over three points per drive, which is a pretty good benchmark for, you know, that's a good offensive performance, and it's a bad defensive performance. Um, This was once again a game where UCLA had to play against a team that has the potential to be balanced offensively because they're good at both things. Um, And UCLA's really only had to play two teams this year that do that, Oregon State and Arizona. Uh, Now, Arizona, they came in with a heavy predisposition to pass the ball, but that didn't mean they couldn't run. They just elected to pass a little bit more. And a lot of their passes were extension of the run game type stuff. They kind of ditched that in this game. There weren't too many uh, little dumpy screens to uh, Jacob Cowling, which they do a lot, probably three or four. Um, instead it was just a lot more of running to the outside. Um, I think recognizing that UCLA has some good speed and some, um, aggression. Uh, and so the end result was they ran the ball 35 times, inclusive of sacks. Um, and there were three sacks, so 32 times and passed the ball. Um, if you count the sacks towards pass attempts, passed the ball 35 times, but, um, that's a pretty balanced output for Arizona. They don't usually do that, but I think they recognize that balance stresses UCLA's defense. UCLA's defense, and I think this is because Danton Lynn's a pretty good coordinator, uh, when they have a way to cheat against you, uh, they will take it because they're good at scouting their opponents, and they will take advantage of that, um, but that only that's only available really against one-dimensional offenses, and uh, Arizona and Oregon State before them Uh, And this is the reason those are the two worst defensive performances for UCLA this year is that those two teams can both uh, run and pass. And, uh, you know, it sounds very simple, but that's really what it comes down to. Um, So Arizona was pretty effective running the ball. Um, You know, they finished with under four yards per carry, but just under. And um, some of that was the sacks and just some weird stuff going on, especially at the end of the game. Uh, with kneel outs, but um, Jonah Coleman, Michael Wiley, even uh, DJ Williams, I thought ran the ball pretty well and had some really effective runs at key moments. Uh, and Noah Fafita was sharp throwing the ball. Um, you know, some of it was uh, Ted McMillan making some plays. Um, you know, he made some big catches. Uh, Tanner McLaughlin made some big catches, but that's built in. I mean, Arizona does that. That's part of their Is Those guys make contested, tough catches over the middle on the sidelines. Like, that's not... That's not a rarity for them, so you kind of have to build that into the calculation. It's not like oh they got lucky. No, that's just their offense. Um, so you know it was um, a a uh, a poor defensive performance I thought for UCLA, um, and there were some positives. I thought the 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 sacks. Uh, I thought the overall pressure was pretty good. I thought they got a lot of TFLs. I think they finished with eleven, um, but there were just some you know I'll have to go back and watch but second string DL that was an eyesore um uh, linebacker play was probably the weakest it's been they struggled on the edges and then I thought the defensive backs generally tackled poorly um struggled to get off blocks um and a lot of that just like outward directed running attack um seemed to cause them fits um but then it was you know Fafita and and McMillan making plays and uh UCLA's corners and safeties just not Quite being there. Um, It was a team that I think really took advantage of um, something we've isolated on, but defensive back play being uh, a continuing issue. You know, Jalen Davies and John Humphrey each had problems in this game. And, uh, you know, a lot of times they were there, but just whatever it was ball skills, awareness, whatever you want to call it um, just not making plays when they needed to be made. But the end result was Arizona averaged almost six and a half yards per play, over three points per drive. Um, that's just not getting it done uh, on the defensive end. Now, here's the thing. Even if UCLA had gotten it done on defense, uh, they probably weren't winning this game. And the reason they probably weren't winning this game is that the offense was doing basically nothing all game. Uh, Bruins finished with 4.4 yards per play. Um, I'm... There's a weird um, discussion around Arizona's defense, uh, where some people, I think, looking at total stats and various other um, kind of uh, not uh, advanced metrics, are like, "Oh, you know, they're they're actually pretty good," and they're not. They're average. It's an average defense. Like this is just Stanford and Colorado are really bad defenses. This is what UCLA's offense looked like against an average defense, uh, which is what Arizona is. So. Um, just kind of think of it in that context, um, because Arizona, like, success rates, like, they're middling in basically everything. Um, the one thing they're good at is is locking down in the red zone, and they did that, uh, or relatively good at I should say, and they did that in this game, um, where it seemed like every time they got in the red zone, UCLA got in the red zone, it was uh, suddenly Keystone Cops routines. Um, yeah, I mean, looking at the game, I mean... Obviously, Ethan Garbers and Dante Moore both got hurt at the end, uh, but that's not, I mean, the game was pretty much over by the time they already got hurt. Um, You know, Garbers, uh, he did his thing. Uh, A lot of checking down, a lot of dumping it off, um, not really stressing a defense downfield much at all. Um, And, uh, you know, he had the one really effective touchdown drive um, with a lot of uh, throws to, I think, TJ Harden. Um, but, uh, just, yeah, and that was two minute drill at the end of the first half, um, where Arizona was just kind of giving up everything underneath, um, which was poor defense. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Garbers wasn't really stressing the defense too much and, um, Arizona did a nicer job containing him, uh, in the run game, keeping him from being uh too much of a factor with his legs and UCLA. Uh, You know, it was once again one of those, like, clever Chip Kelly things where um, they started the game with a lot of passing. Uh, I think they had at one point ten passes to six runs at the beginning. And, um, yeah, I mean, just very frankly, that wasn't the way to go against this team. And not really against this team. It wasn't the way to go given the strengths of what you have. Um, You know, this passing game has not been strong this year. Um, And it wasn't strong in this game. And the run game was fine. Fine in the way it's been fine all year. Um, you know, Carson Steele, is he going to break a bunch of explosive runs? No. Is he going to more or less like not just average, but get four yards per rush? Like literally every time he carries the ball, probably, um, I, there's an alternate universe where UCLA embraces being like 2009 Stanford on offense. And this works out a little bit differently. Um, but instead, um, you got Chip Kelly doing some weird stuff, um, trying to turn him into a, uh, a downfield passing attack or whatever. Um, who knows what they're really trying to do. And the end result is um, they're losing games that, you know, ball control offense scores 21 points in this game. Uh, maybe takes a little bit of pressure off the defense. I don't know. Maybe that team wins. Anyway, um Colin Schley did some nice job, did some nice work when he came in running the ball. Um, You know, he, and at the end of the game, that was, you know, a little bit of excitement on his drive was that he was able to kind of generate some big yardage on the ground. Um, He struggled to throw it, um, putting it kindly. Uh, He was 0 for 5. Um, None of the ball is super accurate. Um, Yeah, but I mean, offensively, it comes down to, I mean, they're playing. uh, So Kyle Ford wasn't available. Um, they're, yeah, and they're, they're they've taken a receiver core that uh, seemingly had a bunch of talent, and uh, yeah, they're targeting um, some other guys. So I don't know. It's a it's a weird little uh, puzzle to unlock what's going on with UCLA offensively. Um, if you want to be kind, you would say they produced four drives um, that could have ended in scores, uh, two field goal attempts that were uh, missed. And then the field goal made and the touchdown. Um, So, you know, in a just and kind world where UCLA's kicking game was good, maybe they finished with 16 points, but 16 points in what were nine real drives is also not good, and 10 points in nine drives is a disaster. Um, uh, In special teams, um, UCLA blocked a punt in this game. Um, So, like... Helfrich, I think, made the point on the broadcast in between, I think, falling asleep while I was listening to him, I heard him say this, um, where it's rare for a team to turn it over and to have uh, a—to lose the turnover battle and to have a special teams disaster play and come away with a win. And this wasn't just a win. It was a 17-point win. Um, But, I mean, UCLA, I want to see— Yeah, they won the field position battle by four yards. Their drive started on an average of their own 34 versus an own uh, own 30-yard line for Arizona. Like, Arizona had to do a lot of full-field drives to score in this game. UCLA had an opportunity, uh, starting on the 31, that they drove eight yards and turned it over on downs. Um, They had another drive start on the 39 that uh, went 15 yards and ended in one of the missed field goal attempts um got to cash those in i mean not to sound like a dumb announcer but you got to cash those in um the field goal attempts so special teams um they put blake Glesner in at kicker and uh you know big surprise it wasn't the kicker um their operation has sucked all year um whatever's going on in their field goal block unit um it's or their field goal protection unit is not very good um their Whatever their rules are on edge, um, it seems like every team is exploiting it um, and resulting in either uh, missed kicks or getting in the kicker's head. Um, and or, Sorry, either in blocked kicks or getting in the kicker's head and rushing the kick. Um, but Glessner missed two in this one. Uh, finally made one from like 29 yards. But um, yeah, I don't think that was a kicker issue so much as a uh, a lot of uh, very strange things going on. Um, so anyway, UCLA scored 10 points uh, against Arizona, uh, lost for the second straight year to the Wildcats, um, who are now 6-3. and three. UCLA is also 6-3, and three, uh, but these programs are going in different directions. All right. Um, well, that is it for me. We'll be back again this week previewing uh, ASU. Um, which just got absolutely smoked uh, by Utah. So UCLA should more than likely win that game. All right. Talk to you again this week. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network.